This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, well, not to dwell on this excessively, except that it's a big concern, especially for folks who may be working in environments where they feel that they could be susceptible to the contagion if there are a lot of people and uh, just masses of humanity moving through their workplace to wit. You know, folks who are operators at the TTC might have cause to be concerned. The other day we were hearing where Metrolinx is disinfecting the GO trains and buses to the extent that this uh, disinfectant is supposed to last a year once applied. What are they doing at the TTC? Let's find out. John Danino is the president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, and he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. John, how are things this afternoon? Uh, think things are as good as can be expected, uh, considering what's going on right now in in our uh, in our workplaces and so on and so forth with this virus. Well, is there apprehension? Uh, some of the folks nervous. Well, sure. Um, our uh, frontline operators are absolutely nervous. They're concerned about the spread of the virus. They're concerned on whether there are enough protocols and measures in place to protect them from exposures. Um, and I can tell you that just yesterday, I reached out to Jim Ross at the TTC. We had some good dialogue, and it looks like the transit system is headed in the right direction, but still falls short of, I think, what they need to protect the frontline workers. All right, so what's lacking? What current protocols are in place, and what would you see improved? Well, so, um, you know, they talked about using uh, an extensive cleaning program and so on and so forth. Um, our, Our response to that would be that they need to update their standard operating procedures for cleaning and disinfecting the buses and rail cars and so on and so forth. Not just at this time when we're in a crisis, but they need to establish a protocol that is going to be used every day. Uh, You know, we just can't react when the situation gets hot. We need to be uh, respectful and cognitive that this could happen at any time, and those measures should be in place at all times. Well, we were just saying that uh, the GO people, uh, or Metrolinx, I guess, with the GO buses and the trains disinfected uh, earlier this week, and they're saying it's supposed to last a year. Uh, you know about that? I mean, do they apply something like that to TTC vehicles? So um, I've heard about the, the GO Transit uh, Cleaning Initiative. It's also an organization uh, that belongs to ATU Canada. And in speaking to the TTC yesterday, uh, they are looking at the same kind of protocols. Uh, although I will say that I'm not convinced, and I'm not a scientist, and I'm not a professional, but I'm not convinced that whatever their spring could last up to a year. Um, I don't think there's been enough scientific evidence to suggest that spraying a vehicle is going to protect long-term. I think it has to be an ongoing initiative. Again, John Danino is with us, president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, when we're talking about safeguarding the TTC against spreading the contagion. I'm thinking about your own workers, too, who are placed in a position where uh, they have to deal with masses of humanity. We were talking about that before you joined us. Uh, workers express anything of in, you know, uh, concern to you and maybe even wanting to stay home? Well, sure. Um, you know, this is not the first time we've seen this. Uh, we, saw, we saw the same kind of episode when we went through SARS. Our frontline workers are absolutely concerned. Uh, they believe that the employer is not taking every reasonable precaution to protect them from the spread of the virus. And quite frankly, we believe that more things should be in place. You know, we talk about regularly washing your hands. Well, operators who are on a fixed route don't have access to fresh running water and can't regularly clean their hands and wash their hands the way the protocols are intended to be. Hand sanitizers is a, is a short-term solution, so we need to look at how we can best serve those members by getting them in the facilities uh, that they need in order to maintain the protocols. 
John, what's the situation right now, for example, on a TTC bus? Uh, is there a sanitizer station? Any availability of maybe a big jar of Purell? So I understand that um, in some uh, some agencies that the the authorities have been handing personal uh, sanita- uh, sanitizers to the operators, but nothing, from my understanding, about passengers getting on or off and whether they can use hand sanitizers. So it looks like they're just trying to address the operators, but. Uh, Again, it still doesn't go far enough, right? What do you imagine the cost to be uh, if they did it right? Uh, You know, best case scenario for your liking, what do you think the cost would be to the TTC? Well, you know, it's an interesting question, and I don't think cost should be an issue in this matter. We need to look at what the economic cost or impacts are if we don't take these protocols and put them in place to protect the public. We know far too well that with the coronavirus today, there is a huge economic impact because of trade and people moving from country to country. I think we need to look at what it would actually cost us not to put these things into place. Well, that's an interesting one. I don't know what the uh, mathematics or calculus would be on it, but do you think it would uh, reduce the number of sick days or absenteeism if you had these protocols in place? Well, we would hope so. I mean, if the right initiatives were in place, um, you know, the TTC is always uh, arguing about the amount of sick time. Look, I think we need to put reasonable measures in place uh, that we can minimize how many people are going to be affected and, you know, staying at home for 14 days during the period where um, they've been isolated. So I think, yeah, we need to put an effort forward and they need the TTC and every transit property across this country has to start looking about reasonable measures to minimize the impact. All right. And so uh, when do you have this discussion or have you with the employer and uh, when do you anticipate? uh, Well, so, inter- so interestingly enough, you know, we represent 34,000 transit professionals at the ATO across Canada, and very, very few agencies have actually reached out to the unions and sat down and established what protocol should look like, what our thoughts are, and really about developing a contingency plan for what, you know, what could happen in the future if this thing blows up and we have more and more cases. So we have not been involved in the discussions other than the one I had with the TTC yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say, as well as your workers, it would impact ridership if people thought that this was an area where uh, there weren't proper hygiene protocols in place. So you want to assure the public in that regard. And absolutely. And, you know, listen, you know, uh, from a messaging standpoint, we want the public to be aware and the riders to know that we are trying to do the best we can. We don't want to fear them into not riding the system. We still need to move our people. Uh, people need to get to and from work. I think the agencies are taking whatever measures they can, but I still think it doesn't go far enough. But we should remain diligent and not fearful. All right. Uh, important watchwords, and we'll see where this one goes with the employer, uh, as well as yourself with the union. John Danino is the president of the ATU. Appreciate your time this afternoon, John. All right. Thank you. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.